You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. What are you eating, bro? <laughs> the greatest chips of all time. Cool Ranch. Flaming Hot Munchies. <laughs> mm, mm, hey. You look way too comfortable. You eating on the pod. You laying down. You talking about going to back to do the pod in the studio. You ain't ready for that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Episode jammies, boy. I be two <laughs> Episode two fifty four. How was the week? How was the week? Good week, man. Good week for the pod. Got, we got productive this week for all our listeners out there. More to come on that. That's all I'm gonna say. We got pod got productive. So, aside from that, man, I uh, had to DJ this weekend. Um, man, I, I so I'm gonna go ahead and say it. You know, we family. It's all good. So my my coworker live in the hood. Mm. And she wanted to have a cookout. So I knew what I was getting myself into. And I'm like, you know what? This would, this would be good because I have my sound system. I have never, not done an outside event with my sound system. So I just wanted to, I kind of was eager to do it. And she was like, you don't even really got a DJ. She was like, just play the mix you play for Hot 1029. She was like, just play a bunch of them and then DJ when you want to and, you know, stay as long as you want type of thing. So I showed her some love because she do show me a lot of love during, the, you know, over the years for work. So. I, I DJ from like three to nine yesterday, and when I tell you, it was such an experience. Number one, my PTSD. So I I I am okay with fireworks when I know they're coming. I'm okay when I put myself in that environment. So it, it was funny because my wife came with me, and uh, these wasn't no fireworks. It wasn't no <laughs> pop. These things had like. Loud whistles and mortar bombs sound like boom, shaking the house type fireworks. So she uh she stayed kind of like kind of like in between the bass and Dunbar, kind of like behind mm, Dunbar. I was gonna so. ask what level hood she was at. <laughs> there's levels to this hood shit. Because yeah, over, they was over at the park behind the bass shooting them. They was over at all different side streets. So. Uh, from about seven thirty, eight o'clock. So, a, so a lot of those wasn't fireworks, is what you're saying? Yeah, they. Uh, I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm talking. They seven blocks over in the house shaking. Like these mm. ain't these ain't normal fireworks. These was like mortar bombs going off. So, <laughs> the the wife had a little concerned look on her face. Like you all right? I'm like, oh, I'm good when I'm you know when I know where I'm at. It, it, it's when I'm asleep at home and I'm relaxing and it's 10 o'clock at night and boom, boom, start hearing all that's when I start, you know, not not expecting it. But I'm I'm right. at a party. I kind of know what's coming. But it was a great time, man. They had a slip, slip and slide out there for the kids that turned out being for the adults. You know how that goes with cookouts and drinking. Um, I had way too much party punch. Hey. Uh, food was good. It, it, it was good just to see, like, I, I was playing Will Smith summertime at one point, and the, the music is banging off the houses, and I'm, I'm kind of nervous. That like, am I too loud? Am, am I doing too much? She's like, you in the hood, baby? You good? So she said that shit. The neighbor come outside with like one of them like like one unit home speakers, and got it on level ten. I got my shit on like level two. He tried to like outblast us, so then I'm like, nah. So I, I cranked up to like four. Blood of him out here and blowing a speaker and shutting off about six o'clock. But he tried to compete with me for the first couple hours. He was trying to blast his music just as loud, but he he didn't have he was blasted and it, it didn't work out. But challenge, yeah, great event and just great to see people outside. You know, I, I was about to say I played that summertime video or Will Smith summertime song and I kicked back and I see the kids with hot dogs and mustard on their face and a couple of them playing cards. <laughs> couple of them out there, you know, doing the cornhole thing, and it was just nice to see, like, we really are back outside. So I'm glad I did the event. I had a really good time with it. Dizzle, before you go, we got to ask the guy from the city, uh, what is the most hoodest area in Dayton? And no disrespect to the city, but every city has a hood, and every, it's like we said, it's level to this hood shit. So, like, what is, like, the hoodest level of the city? 
So, growing up for me, it definitely was the bass for me. That was what I consider like ground zero, like the hood, hood, hood. But as, as I got more of an adult and uh, started experiencing dating, I'm gonna go on ahead and say Northland. Like that Northland area, they constantly got something going on, but they shouldn't be. So it's, it's a for it to be such a like a one way in, one way out type of place. That's why I would say Northland. Even though yeah. I'm not from here, I've been around here long enough to know when you had a place that got one way in and one way out. Mm-hmm. Ain't nowhere to run to if something goes bad, if something goes left. When you in the bass, you know, you got a little bit of area. Yeah, that area right. spread out, but at least you can dart off somewhere. And Northland, yeah. you can't get out unless you're, you're coming out the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, used to DJ at a club called Evolutions that was actually parked right outside of Northland, like like one lot over from the entrance of Northland. Uh, mm-hmm. I DJ there for about two or three years. And uh, enjoyed, enjoyed the, yeah, you know, I had fun with it. I was young in my career, but I was enjoying it. It was fun. But, like, you know, when you're 20-something years old, when you're not married and you're just kind of hanging out, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're meeting people and, like, oh, I live right behind. Like, oh, nah, baby, I can't really. Just got to stop right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we ain't going this is where far. the fun ends. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say those two for sure. Dizzle, is it certain any areas in the city you weren't allowed to go to as a youth? I'm a suburban kid. <laughs> <laughs> mean streets of Huber. Nah, man, we, I used to run them Huber streets, bro. I'm a suburban kid. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I mean, shoot. Uh, I used to get around, man. I used to go in neighborhoods I had no business going to at all, just, you know, to chase that thing. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> dumb. I wouldn't recommend it. But uh, as for me, man, shoot, what I get into this weekend, man? Lots of work. Uh, you know, obviously the fourth was yesterday. But, uh, shoot, on Saturday, boo that man, RDP, his oldest son, he graduated from uh, Centerville this year. So, they had his graduation party. So, we was over there, got to hang out with him and his family and everything like that. Shots out to our homeboy, well, his cousin. My homeboy, Harold, he came down from Columbus. My wife was over there helping out and everything like that. So we spent most of the day over there. And then on the actual 4th, I had to work. Um, We had the fireworks for Centerville and Moraine. So as I'm coming back home, I get caught in traffic in Centerville. No, not Centerville, in Kettering. I get caught in traffic. Now, normally it takes me about 20 minutes to get home. It took me an hour and a half to get home last night dog mm. and and the worst part i don't know if i've been telling y'all keep y'all updated on my car my check engine light keeps coming on in my car so i took it to the kia dealership because you know a check engine light situation i don't want to be messing around with bob the mechanic from down the street so mm-hmm. i take it there this is like back in may i take it there they f- fix it they charged me like 500 bones for fixing it Note the quotation marks. <laughs> about two about two days later, check engine light come back on again. I take it back again. They charge me like 400 more bones. I what what are they saying? Uh, this sensor is bad. This is this sensor is bad now. This sensor is bad now. I'm like, okay. So then the joint go off again the next week. And at this point, I'm red hot. So I stop at like AutoZone. They run the test. It's the same error code again. They like, yo, they might be, they might be giving you the shaft. Wada 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 wada. So I takes my car up there again. Tell them like, look, man, y'all got to fix my car. Da 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 da. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be hundred fifty dollars to look at it. I'm like, no, it ain't. Y'all gonna look mm-hmm. at it, y'all, and y'all fix it for free. So they have my car for like five days, bruh. You are real comfortable over there, Dizzle. (laughs) (laughs) It's your house, baby. It's your house, playboy. Hey, do you. Do you. Don't mind me. These chips is good. These chips is good. (laughs) So they have my car for like five days. They call me. I go up there, pick it up. Dude is being extra nonchalant about it. I'm like, so what was the problem? He's like, "Uh, I don't know. He looks it up, give me some rigmarole or whatever, whatever, whatever. So they did a hard reset to my system. They updated my computer in my car. And for all that, 
you know, they gave me a free car wash coupon. No. I'm like, <laughs> Boo. I didn't I didn't have to I didn't have That's to trash. pay for it. So like now I had my car. I'm driving it quite a bit because I'm like, all right, I want to see if it's working properly. I want to see everything, if this joint come back on. So I'm whipping the whip all week. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yesterday, sitting in traffic in that hot ass traffic, and that bitch come back on again. So needless to say, I'm headed back up there tomorrow morning for the fourth time for the same oh, issue, dog. For the same damn. issue. And like, uh, of course, I want to take it somewhere else, but shit, nah. They go, I gave them motherfuckers 900 bucks. They're going to fix my shit, and they're going to fix it for free because mm-hmm. this is bullshit. So, yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to say, you was talking about being stuck in traffic. So I, I left when it got dark. But that's right when, you know, the fireworks is at, you know, As you full, ca- full capacity. So we packed the car up, and now I got to plan my escape. I'm like, I can't, I ain't going, I ain't going through the bath. They go over there, you know, going crazy. I ain't going this. So I had to go, like, Nicholas Road, get on the highway. I recommend highly, if you don't want to go see fireworks one year, but you want to go see fireworks, just ride up and down 75. It was amazing. To see the hoods shooting fireworks off going 75 to 70 last night at like 9.30. It was uh, it, it was damn near better than being parked somewhere watching the fireworks. Because you could just see so many areas and the sky just going crazy. So me and the wife damn near enjoyed that just as much as seeing fireworks. That's what's up. Man. I was Shut never up. like a, a firework person. I never never really cared for them. Yeah, I never was either. I I don't mind watching them, but I never had to be the one that like I would never go buy hundreds of dollars worth of fireworks when I when I got you know a million other things to do with that money. Like I was never that person to be like, yeah, let's go go get five trash bags worth of fireworks and go blow them all off on the fourth. Like them bitches expensive, and they literally last for three seconds, man. I would never, you would never (laughs) see me buy fireworks. My brother was hitting me up talking about, bro, let's hit up his. Let's go to Indiana, bro. Let's get some fireworks for the kids. Mm-hmm. Fuck them kids, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was just as expensive as hell. Uh, right. You know, not catch me spending a dollar. I don't even ain't even gonna buy them little poppers that you throw on the ground. Uh-huh. Them little bad kids throw them at your ankles. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm good. Did y'all, y'all had a cat in y'all neighborhood that used to let the firecracker explode in his hand? I definitely mm-hmm. had, had it the one to try to put it, like, like hold it in stuff, like. Had like a water bottle, you know, empty water yep. bottle, trying trying to do all those things. It definitely had the one kid that's like, "Bobby, you are gonna lose your fingers? This is gonna yes. be a year, you know." Yes. <laughs> Back up, Terry. Terry, put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about exactly. you, Dizzle? Not shit, man. Uh, my wife's cousin had a little bonfire. We was chilling, cooking out. Her, uh, I don't know if I ever told y'all a story about her, like her rich, rich granddad that lives in Atlanta. Um, but he's very wealthy black man. And every year he usually do this, uh, big ass family reunion cookout on the 4th of July. But since COVID happened, he ain't been having it. So all the ribs that he usually saves for the 4th of July get together. He's just been mailing them to people. So and it's a ton of ribs, bro. And he's got them triple, quadruple wrapped in these trash bags. But he sends them out to the entire family, and it's just so many ribs. So we was cooking that shit in Michigan on the family vacation, and we still got some left over. So we just heated them bitches up. Still got some more. Um, so we about to eat those today, probably for the last go around. And we just been kicking it. Went end up going Cabruin earlier today. Good little situation, man. Okay, Tessa. Crocodile? Man, I don't know where you be getting these little rumors, bro. Where the the crocodile be at? I'm about to send you the link, man. Dayton Daily News, bro. Crocodile. I I already knew that Kev had to see you get through this test run before he's going to commit to some Cabrua. Because he definitely been, like, talking about the animals and the wildlife. Yeah. Every time I go... Every time I go, he sent the. Why you blowing on my spot, yo? Last time, last time he sent the shark head. Like, yo, there's no yeah. sharks in the water, bro. Nigga, that was the story. B, it was in the paper, bro. I read it. You saw the link, man. I, that wasn't fabricated. Don't say I'm looking out for you and the fam, man. 
What you be looking up? You be looking up Cabru animals? Like, what you look up? Cabru danger? Man, you know how these, you know how these algorithms go, man. Once you look up one thing, they get you and they keep sending you the same type of stories, man. So the algorithm got me, man. I'm looking out for you, man. We done been 50 times. Make sure we safe. no problems, bro. He definitely showing up with a honey knife. <laughs> you definitely showing up with a honey And they done knife. upgraded. The spot we went to, I don't know if they got some more money. And I will say this. Last year, it was extremely deep. I'm talking about the line was long as fuck. And I'm assuming it's because of COVID. But since shit started opening back up, it's, you know, it's been an easy get get there. You get you get your canoe and you ride to it. You know, usually it's a long wait. But they done upgraded. They done uh, bought some new fucking buses. The bus got a little intercom, so they be talking to us. At first, they had us on these riggedy trucks. But nah, <laughs> they, done, they done stepped up their game and got us in and right to it instantly. Nice. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so we got our NBA. We got our NBA Finals matchup. We got the Bucks versus Suns. Game one is tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Who y'all got? Why? What's popping? I don't even know, man. Yeah, I don't know if if Giannis if Giannis don't play. You know what? The Bucks been all right without Giannis. Honestly, I think the ball move a little better. Floor spaced out a little better. Middleton been stepping up. Drew Holiday been balling. Fucking Brooke Lopez been dunking on niggas like Blake <laughs> like Blake Griffin. Right. Yeah, he's talking about the hands of time for sure. Shit. So you calling it? You calling it? You want to put go, this on wax? I know, man. Everything I call it go the opposite way, and I really want Chris Paul to win. I'm gonna just go with the Suns. Suns and six. Mm. Chris, Chris Paul, so yeah, so had a great week of DraftKings. Um, it took up until this series for you to finally make some money in what they call showdown slate. So you're basically just playing you know, like playoff style. You're playing that one game. You're not playing five other teams and seven seven teams with the players to choose from. So it, it, it's its own little beast. And uh, but I had a good week of gambling. Betting on the fact that with Giannis being out, you know, Bobby Porter's going to get burned. You know, uh, e- even people like Pat Connaughton might get a couple extra minutes. So I'm really, mm-hmm. like, putting my money on some of these lower. Um, I-, I hit the Lou Will game. The I played Lou Will the night that he went off and it looked like he was 26 again. Um, <laughs> but I really do think that Phoenix has got something going on right now. That uh, they can pull together four good wins. I think, I think Phoenix is a little healthier. I think Phoenix is uh, yeah. They have their quote unquote what we we'll call it, like the queen on chessboard, like with Chris Paul being you know able to play and running the ship. You know that's a huge part of uh, the success. We kind of saw Atlanta when Trey Young go down and he don't have his legs and can't hit his thirty footers or his floater. You know it kind of exposes the fact that. They don't really have no floor general in Atlanta. They don't really have nobody that's running in the show and uh, keeping keeping things tight. So I think with that aspect of it, I trust Chris Paul over Middleton. So I will go. I will go Phoenix. Is this and, is this with Giannis playing all games? Because he might not even play game one. Yeah, mm. I, I don't think Giannis is playing game one. Um, and if. Phoenix can get one of those games in Milwaukee, it's over. So whether that goes five or six, I haven't decided. I'll call it six for now. But I feel like if uh I feel like Phoenix at home is pretty been doing pretty well and uh, if they can get one on the road, lights out. Phoenix and six. Man. Either we all gonna be right with Phoenix and six or we all gonna look stupid as hell because I <laughs> too have the Suns and six. I just think the healthier team, man, they're playing better basketball right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're playing almost like a early 2000s, late 90s basketball team. Everybody has clear, defined roles. Like, hey, man, Chris Paul is a true point guard. You got your scoring two guard and Devin Booker. You got your big man, DeAndre Ayton, who scores in the paint instead of shooting jumpers. 
you know, you got your your defensive guy and Jay Crowder. You got your kind of athletic wing and Mikael Bridges. Then you got your six man and old boy, light skinned boy from North Carolina. Like, so you got that. You got your backup point guard with a uh, campaign. So, you know, everybody clearly has defined roles. I don't think that Bucks have defined roles when Giannis is on the court because Giannis is the best player on their team. They tend to give him the ball, like, all right, do your thing. But in reality, you know, Giannis can be the finisher, but the offense probably should be initiated with Chris Middleton and and, and Holiday, yeah. you know, and then things like that. So I just don't trust them. And I think Monty Williams is a better coach than Coach Bud. Coach Bud is literally a half a shoe size away from being knocked out by the Nets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But running that drop coverage, keeping your big man in the paint on the pick and roll versus Kevin Durant, probably the best scorer the NBA has ever seen. So he lucked out there. And then he yeah. was lucky enough to get out the Eastern Conference Final from running the same defense in game one versus Trey and Trey dropping 48 on him. He was wise enough to finally switch that up. But mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm going to go with the healthier team and who I think is the better coach in Monty Williams. So I'm going to say the Suns in six. But since we all pick Suns in six, it's going to be the Bucks in four. Right. That's <laughs> I how really, it Because I really just feel like when like you kind of hit the nail on the head when when Milwaukee, quote-unquote, run a play, it's usually Giannis taking five steps backward, observing the situation, <laughs> and then going for it. You know what I'm saying? Ramming niggas. When, when, <laughs> when, when Phoenix run a play, it, it seems to have two or three options off of the play, whether that that first pick and roll was a decoy for somebody else or whether we're using it. They always seem to really run the plays. And I think with that type of difference, that's going to make the difference. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I don't, what did y'all I, think, if, man? I was about to say, if Chris Paul don't yeah. get this one, this is the one. This is the one. If he don't get <laughs> yeah, this one, he might not get that. one. Yeah. Um, so I know he's going to be calm, ready to play, ready to run shit. Um, and ain't no lacking, though. It ain't no lacking because the finals is a different beast and that he's never seen. That's so all. He, I, I, yeah. The, I wanted to ask y'all that. I the good thing is, yeah, I was going to say the good thing is that the only person with NBA Finals experience is Jay Crowder. Everybody for the Suns outside of him and nobody from the Bucks has Finals experience. So, you know, everybody is, this is their first time, so really nobody has, like, a true upper hand and, like, all right, this is what to expect. This is how we're going to do things. So, so I think that helps CP3 out a lot. lot. And I think a lot of people out there are rooting for CP because, you know what I'm saying, he's been in the league, like, 15, 16 years. Everybody look at Giannis like, yeah, he a two-time MVP, but he only 26 years old. He can get another chance. He'll get several more chances at this. We don't know if Chris Paul ever going to get back at this. But it's a lot of pressure on both teams because, you know, the chances of all these super teams being hurt and helping their path to the finals be a, a tad bit easier is far and few between. Like, yeah, I'll give credit to whoever. It ain't going to be no asterisks in my view. But the fact that you ain't got to go through full, healthy super teams, that don't hurt. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask y'all, too, about that because I'm glad I remember. We all saw Chris Chris uh, Paul get the, get the push from Beverly. And, <laughs> and we and we all saw... Uh, <laughs> and we all saw <laughs> the, DeMarcus Cousins kind of barking back and forth, calling him a sorry-ass nigga and all the other shit. Do, do the people in the league... Look at Chris Paul as like not not it because like he's been there for a minute. He's had some you know opportunities and some injuries as well. But like, kind of feel like like you like like you said, this has to be this is the one for Chris Paul to get. Otherwise, you're gonna have that that hex over you forever. From what I I don't have think his seen, peers do. I was gonna say yeah. I think from what I've seen over the years that. If you ain't on Chris Paul's team, you do not like that motherfucker. Same with, like, yeah, Blake right. Griffin. Yeah, I think Chris yeah. Paul was the one in the bubble calling that hotline, snitching on <laughs> niggas for not wearing a mask. Because he know. tried to play, the, play the, the president of the union hat sometimes, and then he tried to be exactly. the regular player sometimes. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's always the one. You can see there's the highlight reels of him snitching on the court. Like, yo, his jersey ain't tucked yep. in. That's a technical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just just being that person. Uh, teacher's Flopping. pet. Flopping. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's, the te- he's the teacher's pet of the league. He's the nigga that be like, 
are we going to turn in our homework that we did? Like, he'll break up the yeah, homework right. assignment to the teacher. <laughs> That's Chris Paul. I mean, I stayed up all night doing it, man. So, you know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, from my point of view, I don't think, like, people, like, that came into the league around the same time he did really rock with him outside of, you know, LeBron and Melo and them, like, that's tight with him. But I think the younger generation view it as, man, that's CP3, man. That's the point God. But, like, a lot of people like the Beverly's and uh, DeMarcus Cousins, they probably don't fox with him at all. But he is a legend, though. He's about to be a legend at the bank because at the age of 36, he can opt out of a contract that's going to pay him $42 million this upcoming season. And the word is he's going to sign another $100 million contract for three years. So mm. he about to be a legend at the bank. A hundred mm. mil. He said that's that's the on word. The he's going to opt on out. The out. On the way out. And, and cash out another hundred million before he all said and done as opposed to just taking this quote unquote $42 million. He said, y'all going to give me a hundred million for three years and we going to pimp, we gonna pimp off this motherfucker. Screw mm. me now. If that happened, here come 50 games a year from Chris Paul. We're not getting 82. He need to. We're not he getting need 82. to. He's going he gonna to sit out here this season. <laughs> so if Giannis Man. get this one, is it he Hall of Fame status at this point? A few oh, all-defensive teams, oh, a couple I, MVPs, and a chip? I mean, Giannis headed to the Hall of Fame regardless, as we found out about how the Hall of Fame goes with basketball players. You sneeze in the NBA, you can get into the Hall of Fame. But, uh, yeah, he got Defensive Player of the Year awards, like you said, MVPs. He locked this up with a championship. Oh, yeah, he guaranteed the Hall of Fame. He could stop playing right now and be in the Hall of Fame if that happens. What if, what if he don't play and get the chip? Don't matter? I don't think Man. that matters in terms of that I don't think uh, it matter. Hall of Fame calculator that Kev had that one, one episode. <laughs> that should don't right. matter. <laughs> All right, now, yeah, that's true. Hey, man, he helped them get there. You know what I'm saying? He was on the team. Shit, they don't beat the Nets without him. Because, I mean, everybody look at, including myself, look at KD going crazy and him being inches away from knocking him out. But, you know, Giannis did have 42 in those games. Like, he was on yeah. he was on some shit. He was so does this change shit. your thoughts? Because I think uh, there was an episode where you was grilling us for having Giannis so high on our top 10. <laughs> It's coming back to haunt you because the nigga's in the finals. And we literally talking about this nigga being he a Hall of Fame fin- status. He in the finals. He in the finals. <laughs> hey. This, Went toe this to toe with a lot, KD. Man. This determines a lot. Facts. 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 I mean, this determines a lot. This has a lot on the line, man. He can mm-hmm. somehow tape up that knee, shoot that knee up, put some tussing on that knee, whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. If he come out and balls and his team wins this NBA championship, he'll be cemented. He'll be cemented. His legacy will be cemented. He'll be definitely top five, three in the NBA coming into next season, no question about it. Like, But like I said, man, this they opportunity, both of them. This Chris Paul chance, and this is uh, Giannis' chance to cash in that chip. I-, I wish him best of luck. Really, I wish us the best of luck. I'm hoping for – Seven quality games, man. Seven quality games because it's the last of the NBA we're going to get until, like, what, October, November. So I just want seven great games. That's what I really Facts. want. Mm-hmm. All right, big, fellas. Get that big three popping. I don't know if y'all y'all hip to the big three. That shit gonna I read to hold us over. I read something about the championship playing in UD. Is that what I read? They're playing the big three. No, that's the, that's the T. No, that's the TBT. The uh, basketball oh. tournament, that's from, like, alumni teams. Like, UD got their Red Scare alumni team. Syracuse got their alumni team. Gotcha, Ohio gotcha. State has alumni team. So, like, they come up with some of their best alumni players. They come with four team and they play in those tournaments. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the TBT. Gotcha. But uh, Bill Cosby, the Cosby is a free man. I don't bail fresh out of jail, California dreaming. Man. So, Bill Cosby out of jail, man. Now, now what? What does that mean? Man, at the cookout last night, I brought this shit up, and they came from my neck, boy. <laughs> they damn near canceled me out the family, because I was just out here asking questions. Like, yo, what's, how y'all feel about Bill, man? Bill is a free man. I think what he did, he did three years, 
out of yeah. 10. Three-year bid at 80 years old. He a boss. And, <laughs> and I truly – no, go ahead. I was just going to say I, I had read that uh, that uh, it was it was two, two pretty, like, crazy reasons as to why he got free. That's the part that was, was – so I guess they had first said that he – uh, they had like five similar stories from different women. So it was a multitude of like the same stories, and they kind of ran it up with the with the same story. But the like the heavy, I guess, the knockout punch that set him free was during one of his depositions. He was promised if he opened up and told the truth that he wouldn't it wouldn't be held against him criminally. And in mm-hmm. one of those depositions, mm-hmm. he said he used to drug or drug girls, and that statement, you know, they used that in court. So the Pennsylvania yep. Supreme Court ended up saying, you know, they, you know, the they didn't do their part, hold up their part by by bringing that on to to the to the trial, and uh, freed his ass. He woke up a free man and was in the crib that night. Damn. Yeah. They so thought it was a dream. He definitely gonna he you know he he has his supporters. I know y'all seen uh, Felicia Rashad have mm-hmm. to go back against her initial statement. Um, for those that don't know, that's the Claire Huxtable from the Cosby Show. So, yeah. Um, I think where is she working at? Because he's working at like an HBCU, ain't she? Howard. I think so. Howard. Did you Did you see Bill rocking the Central? That was like a. I saw this post that said, <laughs> "I wonder which HBCU sweater Bill going to wear first. And sure enough, he had a Central State shirt first. First, my brother texted me mad as fuck. <laughs> he was pissed. He's like, I know this nigga ain't got no damn Central State on in this damn press conference. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know y'all seen the was it Judge Joe Brown talking with uh, Mark Lamont Hill, and Joe Brown basically just Ooh. giving his two cents on, you know, just rape culture in general, and you know, just having a back and forth, and niggas was basically. In hot water just from his statements. If y'all haven't seen them, definitely check it out. A lot of uh, hilarious doubling down. It is, yes, it's it's crazy. Of uh, you know what Judge Joe Brown was talking about. So, what type of questions was you asking the fam? Shit, I I started off with how do you uh, just how do y'all feel about Bill coming out? And I was honest with him, and I maybe didn't use the right term for how I felt, but I was all in all surprised you know when i got that notification saw bill cosby trending that he was out i was like really this nigga that you know i thought he was gonna die in jail honestly so i was more just surprised more than anything and i did say that um you know what he done was horrendous you know what I mean? What was it? Over 50 women then came forward with different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, definitely sympathy and prayers to all the victims. But it's rare that, you know, black folks get the better end of the social justice stick, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in the justice system. So in the same breath, I felt like, yo, you got a black man that got out of prison <laughs> within three years over some some crazy shit. So yeah, I that's that's what they killed me over is, is 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 for that. I got myself in trouble with the wife as well because I tried to bring up a bring it up at the topic and it caused her to sit back in her seat and damn near lecture me for twenty minutes. But all I had said was <laughs> we, we we have we have all been around you know the party girl. And the party yeah, girl that the, the party girl that's ready to do whatever and try whatever and just having a good time, I, I said we all know. I'm, I'm well, in my opinion, there has to be a few of those cases where it was just the party girl in there. But where I draw the line is where where they don't know it's happening to them. That's where you draw the line when you, when when you are not when you haven't invited that interaction with someone and you just making them right. go through that. So that's all I had said. But uh, Jesus did it start a conversation, and uh, I just kind of had to get quiet. So that that's where I kind of kind of was at with it. Like we've all been around the party girl, ready to do whatever and have a good time. And I'm sure some of those situations was uh, just that. But then again, I'm sure some of them weren't. So. Right. Yeah, for for Bill and everything with him, man, and getting out is just a simple fact of. 
you know, I, I believe he did a lot of this stuff. And I think that, you know, a lot of the, some of the girls that he was having parties with and drugging, they was with it. But some of them wasn't. So mm -hmm. you got to pay the consequences for that. And the other thing is, as a judicial system, you can't cheat. And that's what they did. They cheated. They, they, they could have won this case without cheating. Mm -hmm. But they chose not to. And that's why he's a free man. I think a lot more people would be open arms and upset about it if he was a younger person. Like if he was like, you know, 30 years old, 40 years old, and, you know, there was more of a potential of him doing it again, people will be losing their minds. But people figure like, man, he 83 years old. His dick probably don't even work no more. Whatever, <laughs> man, let him out. Like That's how I think people, that's how I think people are viewing it. But, you know, like I said, man, he did three years in the in the joint. Look, man, he twice my age. I ain't never trying to see the inside of a cell, Jack. I tell you that shit right, right now. Right. Never, <laughs> but never, my never, question never. for y'all, though. Bill Cosby pull up to the Dayton Funny Bone. Y'all getting tickets? Hell no. <laughs> shit, if the, pl <laughs> the plug, plug sent me a text, I consider <laughs> Hell fucking nah. I be forget he a comedian. I thought he just do the kids who say the darnest things. That's his comedy, ain't it? He do stand up. Yeah, man, he stand up, man. Stand up. He's I taking read... calls from promoters now. Yeah, I was gonna Hell say nah. I read the day after he got out, he was taking calls from promoters uh, of comedy club promoters. Yeah, if the plug call out <clears throat> tickets, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be folks on throwing right. paint on stage. Like that shit is not about to be a show, bro. That shit is gonna be a demonstration. Something's gonna happen. There's gonna be niggas outside with picket fences. I'm in the building, y'all. I'm in the building in the back, though, because I'm trying to see all the smoke. I'm trying to see what go down. I don't I'm remember him ever being funny. <laughs> What's a one Bill Cosby joke, bro? I don't like. I said I don't even remember him doing stand up. It's more so the faces. Man, he 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 ain't did stand up. I don't even know how long. How long Bill Cosby ain't did no stand up. I don't even man, I, I could be wrong, man, but I don't think he's did a stand up like since like the eighties. Like yep. you know, like one of those oh Eddie Delury up uh, Eddie Delary, Eddie Murphy Raws or Kevin Hart type of situation or like that. Like I think he yeah. just like do stand-up dates across the country like a pop-ups or whatever so I, mm. i'm not sure if he's like did like a big national tour but my second question is it's cool to start watching the cosby show again right we can we can watch that again right i hope so but that was definitely a part of my childhood i do miss Factual. the reruns i do miss the reruns i had a friend that watched every single one that could, could tell you right now no, you you name you name one one clip of that scene. He can tell you about it the whole episode. I think I, it's I some you know folks got to be able to separate the art from the artist. Folks still right. jamming Michael Jackson. Folks still stepping in the name of love to R. Kelly. We still bumping right. Chris Brown. Like it, it still is going to happen. If you've been watching Cosby Show, that's you're not going to stop watching the Cosby Show. Mm hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it all, man. So we're going to say the best for last, man. Uh, so we have verses as well. Q Sweat and Bobby Brown. We have verses on July 1st of Thursday. It was out of nowhere. It was a last second yeah. announcement of verses. Dizzle, going into this verses, did you know much about Q Sweat? Because I know that's kind of like a little, little out of your pocket, a little bit out of your age demographic. Did you know about uh, the hits that <coughs> Sweat had on his on his resume. I know a couple of the joints, the main joints. You know what I'm saying? I know he did that. Uh, was it Johnny Gill? Just got paid joint. I know he wrote for that. I know uh, Johnny Kemp. Johnny Kemp. Yeah, yeah. I said Johnny yeah. Gill. Johnny Kemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did the uh, Nobody Baby. That's in, <laughs> that's in regular slow jam rotation. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, a couple songs here and there. I maybe say I got a handful. So out of them joints that he played, how many of did you know? Just a handful. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like five. So okay, so okay. Let me let me rephrase the question. Out of those joints that he played, how many of them did you like? 
that you say like, all right, let me go to the Apple Music. I might have to listen to this what uh off the off the album version. Mm-mm. Nah. Um, I think the joints that I knew are already already knew that I like, bro. It's just, it's just the main the main hits, none of the deep cuts, none of the deep cuts. Let me see if I can pull it up, bro. Because I don't, I definitely don't know the name, but I know the main joints. What's his What's his name? Not Bobby. Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. I will say this though, the DJ they be doing, you know, is they really showing up? Uh, Soldier Boy's DJ. Cause he did some type of <laughs> blending where he did the Drake, you know, I'm that life can yeah. I'm the light skin key yeah. sweat, and they yeah. kind of blended that into the song. I don't even know what song it was, but they blended that. Make shit. it make it last forever. Make, make it, it last, last forever. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that was one. Yeah, I only know a couple of these songs. <laughs> I'm looking at these titles, and so I don't know none of them. Got a lot, of, lot of smokers. Now, Killer, me and you were on the same page. We thought that Bobby was going to smoke you. Yeah. And then, like, I think, like, if they would have, like, had the old school verses where they was just playing the records, Bobby would have won by a hair. But since this is more of a performance type of situation yeah. on verses now, and we all found out that Bobby Brown smoked his voice away. <laughs> I was just going to yeah. say. Me and you found out on a much lower scale that our basketball skills is not where our brain envisioned them to be. You was playing horse the past Man. few weeks that your jumper was broke. I done pulled both calf muscles in the last two years just getting rebounds, not even putting up shots. So I kind of felt Bobby was that. We The world saw that Bobby ain't having no more. Bobby still... He, he has the name, and he is Bobby Brown forever. He is one of the kings of R&B right. forever. But Keith's Keith still out here performing in his shows. You know, Keith, Keith yeah. still was able to sing. Keith was able to get drunk off that Ciroc. And, <laughs> and, 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 and still well, sing. He ain't called it Ciroc, though. What was he calling it? <laughs> uh, he made songs Ciroc. like, yeah. He, <laughs> Had Chirac, he had he had love song, uh, hot eight bars for every intermission when he was he was getting faded. So that was hilarious. he said he was gonna rob the DJ. He said so shit. Yeah, Keith Keith Sweat was a rare form because he's usually not the he's kind of the introverted kind of personality. You, know, you don't really see that kind of. I side never of him. knew this about Keith Sweat. Yeah, I, I never knew he got looks like this. Yeah. Yeah. Highly way. entertaining. So to see, to I see mean, Bobby. when he said, I got four cheeks left, nigga, I lost it. <laughs> no, my highlight of the night was when Bobby walked by singing, just drink responsibility. That shit, <laughs> that shit, that shit had me on the floor. I'm talking about crying. <laughs> like, did he just say, just drink responsibility? <laughs> that's how you know they was man. Famous. That shit was hilarious. You know they was man, that now shit I, was a good time, man. I, I, I did enjoy time. it, but I, Keith won that. I'm gonna go on ahead and say it. I, I, I thought Bobby had yeah. it in the bag. Uh, Bobby, uh, Keith had the good joke about Johnny Gill, like switch side because he played the LSG joints, and and Bobby was already <laughs> playing some of the new some of the new edition joints. So, um, but Keith, I think Keith overall. Performed it and, and and surprisingly with his, with those writing credits, he he dropped a few gems yeah. that I did not know he had wrote. So for him to drop some of those gems, that was a surprising upset victory. Yeah, that was quality, man. But uh, Bobby Brown definitely good for the ad libs. He still got that in his bag. Oh, yeah. I mean, he ad libs his own songs. Like that's how <laughs> that's how he was rocking it. Like, you can't right. hit them notes that you was hitting back in the day no more, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. But uh, he's still Bobby Brown. He's still a hell of an entertainer without even being at the dance no more or sing no more. So that that tells you what type yeah. of guy he is. Absolutely. So I'm curious about the next one. This one was out just, like you said, out the blue. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really plotting on the Keith Sweat versus Bobby Brown. And they, what, it was like two days notice type shit like yeah. they didn't have no week-long promo it was literally just a couple of days so i don't know if they're gonna keep trying to pump them out this quick i don't know who they got on deck for next but they're gonna have to make sure it's a it's a hit man because i don't want i don't want them to fall off i don't want them to have another a, a dud 
I don't know if I would consider the key sweat Bobby Brown a dud, but the next one got to be a banger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got to be a banger. Definitely got to be a banger. I'm not sure what they can have up their sleeve. One I was just talking about was uh was 50 in the game. You know, they being, uh, you know, men defenses out here with uh, – with Jeezy and Gucci and everything like that. One I would love to see. I would love to see 50 in the game. You know, you bring out Lloyd Banks. You bring out Young Buck. You have a little mm-hmm. mini G-Unit reunion up there. That would do crazy numbers. Or, you know, Dipset dip set versus somebody. Or, like, versus state property. I know we've seen, uh, you know, Nori called out Beanie Siegel. Beanie Siegel to watch that nigga. Um, so... But I, I'm here for the game 50 cent versus. That's what I would want to see. That'd be a good one. Yeah. During the uh during the Keith Sweat Bobby Brown one, uh Anthony Hamilton commented that him and music is working on something. So the car singer and me would, would love no. to see Anthony Hamilton and music. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. That would be the banger that Dizzle needs, it sounds no, like. That is not a banger. <laughs> These niggas can't what? dance. These niggas can't dance. These niggas just going to be sitting there, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then, hey, um, man, we ain't Anthony no cute sweat. was 20. so entertaining. Man. Man, he just and, played Charlene 19 straight times. Right. right. He going to have to. <laughs> and I love music so child, but he ain't got That's 20 That's all either. he did. Right. I don't know. Music music definitely got like 15. No. I don't think you got to have 20 no more. I think it, you, if you got 15 and you play some deep cuts, deep I think cuts. be good enough. Because they ain't got no fe- I ain't deep never cut. heard of Music So Child feature. Like, my nigga ain't got no feature. I'm sure he got a, I'm sure he got a Day No remix, a Shorty Low Day No <laughs> remix or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bow Wow was pulling out every remix in the bag. <laughs> right. Shit, we didn't even know he was on. Like, yeah, I did this song with so and so. Did you? Cause we, didn't, we didn't know you did that song. Every artist gonna have Man. a couple of those. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, so man, let's get into it, man. Shakari Richardson, U.S. track and field star. She's been suspended for 30 days. She won't be able to compete in the Olympics for her uh 100 meters race. So she won't be going for the gold in Tokyo because of the marijuana. Stay off the weed. <laughs> so where y'all at with this, man? What's up, man? What's up? Where y'all at with your curry? To carry, I'm sorry. Man, it's it's unfortunate. Um, you know, what kind of made us all gravitate towards that she had a you know, a story of perseverance, her biological mother passing away. I think a lot of folks gravitated towards her, you know, her story more than anything. Her look, you know, she got the long acrylic nails, the long colorful weave. Like, she was just the story, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, with that, you know, comes from real shit, comes from real life. And, you know, she found weed as the way to cope, um, you know, with everything she's going through. And it's unfortunate. But the rules is the rules, man. She knew, like she said, she, she owned up to it. She knew what she was doing when she did it. She knew the rules and, you know, still decided to spark up so you know maybe not this year maybe next year type shit yeah i definitely yeah well let me say this right since we since since we live baby um as a iraqi war <laughs> veteran i do support the use of medical marijuana for mental health issues however um she knew that the olympic uh governing body is not the same as the rules in the state of oregon and um, mm-hmm. even even though where she consumed that it was legal and and, and all that jazz, um, she knew that you know looking at a world governing body of, of rules that you know you you know X Y Z. So it definitely you know she found out her mom you know had passed away and uh, decided to be an adult and do what she wanted to do. So in that regard, you know I uh, hate that it had to go down for the way it did. But um, at the same time, I feel like you know, you can't you can't uh, almost use your use your weight, and it always turn out to be gold. Like sometimes you just feel like you can kind of do what you want when you want when you reach certain statuses in life, and uh, sometimes those those uh, demeanors you have sometimes bite you in the ass. So 
she she still has a chance to run. Um, I did read that the thirty day ban should be over August sixth. And uh, for the four by for the four by one team, they have four people that qualify, and then two that are selected. So she could still be selected as a member of the relay portion. Oh, but, okay then. Yeah, so yeah. She she got a That's chance to up. get she got a chance to get on there if selected for a relay team. That'll be dope. That'll that'll be some uh, story to follow. Most definitely gonna be headlines. Yeah, yeah. Talking about her um, killing it. Getting fucked up with the weed and coming back and killing it even <laughs> even more. That'll be that'll be dope. Good storyline. Um, where I'm at with it, man, as much where you guys are, it, it's it's definitely a messed up situation. You know, obviously her losing her biological mother, man, like that that sucks. And mm-hmm. but I was talking with uh RDP Boudet man about it, like, and he brought up a good point. Like, she went to weed because she probably already been smoking weed. You know, she probably, you know, wasn't smoking weed up to the time where she was going to have to take this test. But, you know what I'm saying, nobody goes out the blue and says, like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and smoke some weed today to numb the pain. Like, you already been a weed smoker. So she's been doing this. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the marijuana and the United States and the Olympics, like, yeah, I believe it's an antiquated situation. They don't test for weed in the NHL baseball, NBA, or NFL. They don't test for it, but in the our Olympic qualifying, they still do because it's a part of the Olympics. And the uh, United States is still trying to play the Olympic Games. You know, they're still trying to play these world games type of thing. Look, man, the United States is mad liberal, man. I mean, it was in the state of Oregon. Like, you can smoke weed in, what, like 19 states in the United States or something like yeah. that, and it's legal yeah. and everything like that. So, just because we're super liberal in the United States doesn't mean the rest of the world is liberal. And when you plan these Olympic games, you got to play by, you know what I'm saying, the rules that are given. And it's mm-hmm. another story out there floating around about a, uh, another female track and field runner. She missed uh, her drug test appointment because she decided to terminate a pregnancy and everything like that. And she's suspended for five years because she's missed uh drug test appointments before so you know these drug tests they take them very serious with the united states Mm -hmm. and the olympic games man so for all my future athletes out there who are thinking about you know qualifying or being a part of the olympic games hey if you're gonna have your recreational fun make sure you ain't doing it prior to your test you know they got they gonna pop your ass they gonna get you I learned last night, DJ, and them barbecues in the hood, that it's whole families that do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's grandmas that show up with it. It's uncles and cousins. And, you know, unfortunately, that could have been a product of her environment where, you know, her cousins and so-and-so trying to give her love and support when a family member gone. Right. You know, that's the, you know, you in the car with your cousins doing something that you used to do, but you're in a bigger stage now. So it they all said, turns around right. It's a shame, man. They said the weed man ain't like how they used to be. Because you, if you knew who Shakari was, uh, they they ain't selling her no weed. Ain't you supposed to be in right. the Olympics? <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn motherfuckers don't look out no more. Niggas just want their money. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. That's it. We hopefully oh, she'll she'll be able to do the four by one. I didn't know she was uh still eligible at least for that. So you know. Um, yeah, the suspension's takes, only for thirty days. So whatever it takes for her to get on that, because you everybody knows how quick she is. I don't know how well she does at handing off the baton or receiving the baton. I know that goes into factor when you formulating that team, but you know she got the juice. She I, definitely I got the how, juice. I, I wonder at what point, at what like was it the test that led her to the qualifying that ultimately came back bad and. How soon did they get those results and know that? And how long did they delay that 30 days to make her not eligible? Like, I wonder if that pettiness kind of played into it, too, where, you know, if we give her to her at this date, she can't run. So that's always a question when it comes to those things. And, and then, unfortunately, uh, no one really knows the answer. Right. I don't know. Shoot, man. I, I just – it just sucks, man. It sucks. Yep. And, you know, the other thing about it is – the Olympic Games, this is they got everybody by the by the balls because 
we don't know half of these. Forget, we don't know anybody outside of the basketball people. We know right. a name here. We know Simone Biles. Now we know Shakari Richardson. We know Allison Felix. We know a, a name here and there. You don't even need names. Like you don't need names and personalities for people to tune in because the Olympics only comes around four times a year. So you gonna watch anyway. Like so, if this was like the NBA or basketball or whatever, they would make a way to get their biggest star on that stage. Like we saw with LeBron when he went to that party with Michael B. Jordan and Drake. No, nah, he ain't suspended. He playing in in this. What y'all <laughs> yeah. gonna do about it? No, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this ain't that because they know MFs is going to watch regardless. Like, the Olympics does crazy numbers. Like, sports people never watch ever. Like, ever. Locked in. Watching track and field. Watching somebody throw a ball. Watching somebody mm-hmm. throw a discus. Watching people run for miles on end. And you just rooting there, captivated. So, you know, it ain't got nothing to do with, you know, race or, you know, popularity. It's a simple fact of they know the eyeball is going to be on the Olympics regardless. And it's going to be a great story uh, in Paris when she comes back in 2024. I believe that's when they run in the next Olympics when she's out there trying to win a gold there, man. So I wish her nothing but the best of luck. Facts. I know this ain't on the list, bro, but these uh, these college athletes getting the bag. I know y'all. I seen, get the uh, bag. I get the bag. <laughs> Yo, they is getting paid. What was it? I think it just started last week. Uh, collegiate athletes are start being able to, you know, nationwide being able to profit off of their name, their likeness. So a couple things, man. That's gonna hopefully turn into a college football video game, which is what I've been waiting on for the last few years. A college basketball video oh. game. But then um, I saw P. Miller's or. Uh, Call nigga P. Miller. Um, <laughs> but what's his name? Hurt Master P. And uh, <laughs> yeah, this what's it, is this his son, his grandson named Hershey yeah. Miller. No, I, yeah, uh, it's his son. Hershey got a got a two million dollar bag. I think it was the next day. Like that nigga didn't wait twenty four hours and got a two million dollar deal over the span of four years. From like a technology company as a, I don't know if he's a spokesperson or what, but hey, yeah, he's about to be on uh, campus balling. Can I chime in on that? For sure. Can I chime in on that? I'm calling cap on that two million dollars, bro. I'm calling cap. What you not, mean? Not trying to hate on the young man. Look, man, Hersey, he can clearly outplay me in basketball in my prime and right now. Uh, but he was a mid-level recruit, a three-star recruit coming out of high school, better than I was, obviously. But a, a tech company giving this boy two million dollars, and he ain't even got like he ain't even got a million followers on Instagram. He's not even verified on t- uh, Instagram. So it's dudes out here in college that's verified, blue check mark and all on Twitter and IG, and they struggling to get ten thousand dollars. You mean to tell me he got two million of them coming in? If that's the case, more power to him and more power to Master P for brokering such a great deal. But I'm calling cap on that till I see more information. I'm sure he got a bag coming in. But uh, two milli, two milli. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send y'all this article that I found on the topic. It uh, talks about 16 players that's already in different sports that's getting to the bag. Um, Auburn's QB uh, Bo Nix signed a Milo Sweet Tea deal. Um, It goes even through. There's a guy that plays for Marshall by the name of Will Omer. And now that he's allowed to do this, he'll be doing live shows. He's a musician, so he'll be doing live mm-hmm. shows at venues, getting to the bag that way. It's a pretty cool article, though. It talks about uh, a guy named Gable Stevenson, who was a Minnesota wrestler. He got a deal with a delivery service. Uh, two sisters that play basketball uh, got their a billboard up in uh, Times Square. So pretty uh pretty pretty cool article just to see some of these players and what they now able to do outside of their sport per se now i'm all for it man because if you see a number five usc jersey we all know who that is um one right. of the homies braxton a number five ohio state jersey you know pretty yeah. much everybody know who that is so i know folks that would have you know benefited tremendously just off of the jersey mm-hmm. sales. Um, yeah, but nah, man, man, this is great. 
PetSmart. quarterback from Oklahoma. Go ahead, Kels. Go ahead, Killer. I ain't hear you. No, I said uh, Boost uh, Mobile and over there, Killer. <laughs> oh, you typewriter now. Can can you hear me now? I can hear you. Yeah. Them kids must have woke up on the Wi-Fi. Um, no, I said uh, <laughs> Trey Knox is an Arkansas football player that uh, signed a deal with PetSmart. These people are going all different. Random. Who the fuck? Yeah, all different. Who got the bag? Exactly. I guess it's just YouTube kicker. I know the Oklahoma quarterback said what? It's a YouTube kicker who chose to do his YouTube page over a scholarship. And I'm sure his YouTube is raking in money. And he, I saw a video of him hitting a 70-yard field goal. Yeah, so. I follow dude. I follow dude. I've been following him for a minute. He uh, he's a kicker. He he can he can run routes like a receiver. He can cover. I mean, he's 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 an athlete. Bottom line, and he's trying to you know now. I think like more than ever, it's gonna be trying to show that he can be a team that can like be a hybrid player for a team. Yeah. So he's trying to bring that side of it, but he's a he had D one D one abilities and chose the YouTube route. So crazy. That's what's up, man. I know what. Know the Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler. He got an endorsement deal with uh, Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. He got his own merch. You know what I'm saying? He's selling jerseys with his name on the back. It obviously don't have Oklahoma's name on the front, but it's burgundy, just like Oklahoma's mm-hmm. color. He's got his name on the back, so he got that merch out there for sale. Like all these cats, man. This is a great opportunity for them to capitalize. You know what I'm saying? More power to them. Oh, and with that being said, give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If that's why they took Facts. it away, just because he's making a little bread on the side, bro, that don't take away them touchdowns. Nigga was stiff-armor motherfuckers. That ain't had nothing to do <laughs> with the money he was making, man. Get that boy his Heisman. Facts. Start I'm, the campaign, I'm 100%. Start the campaign. <laughs> Facts. Well, shoot, there it is, man. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Ooh. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.